<laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Hockey Hacks podcast. I am your host, Bruce Gunther. Joining me this evening from the booming metropolis of Saskatoon is Devin Davidson. Welcome, Devin. Hello, hello. How you doing, Bruce? I'm, uh, well, between the Grey Cup and this, and I'm a little, 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 little brushed for time. It's like, <laughs> we're starting already? It's like, yeah, there we go. It's like, oh, crap. It's happening, oh. yeah. I, and I pushed it to 8.30 because I thought, you know, for myself, too, 8 o'clock wasn't going to work. Um, which has been nice recently. We're doing eight o'clock. We get off here pretty early and, uh, no, didn't work out today. So we actually had soccer, Nathan had soccer and, uh, we get there and the other team doesn't show up. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then, uh, it was me scrimmaging with a bunch of six-year-olds, uh, seven-year-olds. So you lost. (laughs) It it was, it was them against me. And actually I think I held my own. Okay. But, uh, we had some fun anyway. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so tonight is uh, episode 140, NHL Fantasy Week pr- week preview, s- preview Week 7. Let's try to get that one out of the way. So uh, let's see. We are going to start off the evening with John's list. Although John's not here tonight, so Devin's going to sub in for John. So take it away. Happy to do it. So tonight I'm going with Patrick Laine, who has just three points and two goals in nine games to date this season. Uh one point in his last seven contests. He's been a fairly significant letdown to fantasy managers that took him in the 12th round on average in drafts this fall. Now, I mean, obviously coming back from injury, it's going to take some time for any player, but uh, he got benched in the third period. Was that last night or the night before? Night before. He was a healthy scratch today. Right. That's Yeah, okay, so there you go. I forgot about that too. So things aren't trending in the right direction for Patrick Line. I do own him in one league that we play in. Um but, you know, he's just a player that every year there seems to be, if it's not injury issues, it's consistency issues, it's this, that, or the next thing. Um, brilliant goal scorer when he decides he wants to be. Uh, it's, just, it's just a matter of if and when, right? Yeah. Yeah. I avoided him this year. Just, I don't know. Just something said, don't do it. So I, I didn't do it. And, and you picked him. So I was like, yay. <laughs> I, I was hoping for that 50 goal upside and it's just not there. So. No, definitely so. Mr. Lion, he makes the list this week. Uh, no honorable mentions, although you could give it to his line mate. He was co- co-benched in the third period of the game on par. Yeah. I mean, it was Saturday. Him John- and Goudreau spent a lot of time on the pine there the, in the last game. There's another player that just always leaves you wanting more as a fantasy <laughs> asset. Like, I, I haven't drafted Johnny Goudreau in years. No, I uh, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't drafted him in years either. It's usually every week. Well, Everyone's usually reaching for him, right? Because it's that you're going to get that mega point upside, right? And well, that's when it was Calgary. Now that he's been with Columbus, it's like, is he even draftable anymore? Like, yeah, what a strange decision to go there. I'll just never understand that. He could have gone anywhere, right? There's well, yeah. not anywhere, but there was options on the table. He could have been in New Jersey. He yeah. could have been. There's many places he could have gone, and Columbus just seemed like a strange decision. <laughs> very much so, and it's been very strange in Columbus since. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, let's move on to fantasy lock of the week here for week so fantasy lock of the week for week six, so last week. So this week our lock is Kale McCarr, rostered 100 percent in Yahoo and 100 percent in Fantrax. That is a no surprise. The uh, fastest blue liner in NHL history to reach 200 career assists, doing so in 254 games. McCarr led all skaters in points in week six with eight total points, one goal. Averaging just shy of 24 minutes per game. 
Makar has 13 points in his last, last six games played, is on pace for a career-best 123 points and 21 goals over 82 games played, which is better than both McDavid and Dreisaitl right now. Yeah, so the Just fact that I throw that in. <laughs> drafted Kale McCarr in, in at least one league, I do, I do feel better um, you know, about my line A pick, so that's... Uh... Definitely. Hi, Tyler. Hey, look who's that. Hi. He's just in time for the ad read. (laughs) (laughs) He leaves promptly. Uh, He promptly leaves. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Yeah. Turn off. Yeah. Just kidding. There's no ad read. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, We just did fantasy lock of the week. Who is Kale McCart Tyler? Probably not a shock. Nope. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Uh, let's move back. Let's move into edge work here for the NHL schedule week seven. This is the segment where we put in the work to give you the edge for your fantasy hockey leagues. Each week, the hacks will cover the NHL schedule and waiver wire targets to guide you to victory. So for week seven here, it is uh, week seven of the regular season. Week seven throws a bit of a wrench into our familiar format. Uh, American Thanksgiving is on Thursday of next week. So we actually have, so we go through here this week, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday are full days on the schedule. Uh, the remaining days each are either seven or fewer games. Tuesday and Thursday have no game schedule, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. As we forgot to mention last week, there were three games this week that started really, really early. So um, for those of you that were up at 8 o'clock this morning <laughs> to set your roster, for those of you that weren't, oops. Uh, see, there are a total of 49 games on the schedule. With three light days, 50% or fewer NHL teams in action. As I previously mentioned, there are two days where there are no games scheduled, Tuesday and Thursday. So in terms of attempting to optimize the schedule for games played, there is a total of eight teams. Boston, Calgary, Colorado, Edmonton, Nashville, Rangers, San Jose, and Vancouver that do play four games. Of those teams, Nashville is the only club that plays two of their games on off nights. Uh, Ottawa would be the team to fade this week as they only play one game, and that is on Friday. Um, Just to give a quick recap here, seven games on Monday, no games on Tuesday, 14 games Wednesday, no games on Thursday for American Thanksgiving. Friday, there's 15 games. Saturday, there is eight games. And Sunday, there is five. Um, We'll list in the show notes here which uh, teams have three games, two games. I'm not going to read them all out here. I don't need the practice reading the acronyms, so I will uh, just <laughs> pass that on. Uh, now we'll move on to waiver wire targets for week six, week seven. That it should be not six because I didn't check the notes before we did this. Uh, so here we're going to focus on players that are rostered 50% or less in Yahoo or Fantrax leagues. Uh, when considering players to target, we will rec- review recent performance, player deployment, and upcoming schedule and more. So, who do we want to start off? Oh, Devin, didn't you pick, pick this? No, you picked up that was. Yeah, no, you picked this. Guy oh, yeah. Already, didn't oh, yeah. You? I was you all. Can start with the, well, you I can start I, with this guy. I was all over Cooley this week because Logan Cooley <laughs> of the Arizona Coyotes, uh, rostered in 32% of Yahoo leagues and 77% of Fantrax leagues. Three games on the schedule for this week. Uh, he's lining up with Jason Zucker and Michael Carson and on the top power play unit. My hope for him is with Barrett Hayton out week to week. And I actually read somewhere that it's going to be four to six weeks. That's going to open the door for him for maybe a more significant role, five on five. Um, I think daily faceoff was still showing him on the third line, but you know, I, I don't. I, are they going to give him a chance ever to play with Clayton Keller and and Nick Schmaltz? I mean, that's that's kind of my hope. I don't know if it's actually going to materialize. Um, 
but he should get a more significant role. So we'll just keep an eye out for that. And uh, he's got 12 points, two goals in 16 games to date. So he's on pace for 62 points. Um, I want to look back, Bruce. I can't remember what our prediction was for him. I want to say it was somewhere in that 60 point range, but he's looked really good so far. So I have to, uh, I'd have to go back and take a, a peek. I don't even know where to go and look actually. <laughs> I'll, I'll go take a look and you guys can talk about this next yeah. player. All right. Tyler, did you want to talk about the next player? No, not at all. Okay, then I'll do it. <laughs> Our next player on the list is Matt Duchesne, uh, rostered 54% in Yahoo, 75% in Bantrax. They got three games this week. He is playing with Mason Marchment and Tyler Sagan on line two. Uh, Duchesne is on pace for 77 points through fi- 77. Oh, good God. <laughs> he is on pace for 77 points through 15 games so far this season, posting 14 points with six, 14 points and six goals. Oh God, I hope I didn't type that out. With nine points and four goals in his last five games, there's absolutely no reason not to roster. At the very least in the short term, one concern is Duchesne's 17.1%-ish. That's not that bad. It's 17%. It's not terrible. It's below 20. It's, it's below, below 20. 20. Sure, yeah. It's still nice. But it, it is well above his career average of 13.2. But not to be ignored, the... Uh, is the 32-year-old 16.2. Okay, that the Tevish is a little high. I'll, I'll give you that one. It's a little high at 16%. The Tevish is juicy. Yeah, I, I yeah, the, he, he's going to regress juicy. a little bit. I want to give Tyler some credit here because he was all over Matt Duchesne and said he's going to do fantastic in Dallas. He's going to be great this year. Um, and here he is on pace for 77 points. So, Tyler, well done, my friend. Well done. I forgot that I said that, but yay me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in our, in our, uh, preseason prediction, we had 26 goals and 60 points for Duchesne just as a point of interest nice. there. Yep. So he's, he's exceeding our expectations, I would say at this point. And, uh, Logan Cooley, we had, I think for 22 goals and 55 points. So he's exceeding our expectations as well. Very nice. Tyler, do you want to talk about the next guy on the list? Still no, but I'll do it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just asking. (laughs) Next guy's Lawson Krause, uh, 28% in Yahoo, 45% fan tracks. Three games this week, playing on line two with Michelli and Bugstad, and on the second power play. Uh, His last 10 games, he's collected nine points, seven goals, while playing 16 minutes. Time on ice, 140 power play time, 32% power play share, and 20 hits. That's two per game. It's pretty good. Very nice. (laughs) Krauss has been converting 29.2% of his shots and has an IPP of 82%. Uh, Worth a short-term ad. Uh, This is not a player you would drop for anyone. Worth. That was significant. To your roster. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well said, Tyler. I don't talk. Yeah, definitely. Someone (laughs) worth picking up, right, to to fill in some space. Um, with Hayden going out, so they didn't need another body to help out, and he'll be one of the guys that gets a little bump as because as a result of that. I've looked at him a couple times, but I had him in the ad, and then I was trying to figure out who to drop, and I just didn't want to. So that's, that's why he's still not there. Yeah, that's that's just the thing is like you don't want to drop him for anyone of significance, but he is producing. And if you're looking for a streamer, like if you had an injury and you got to fill a spot in your roster, probably not a bad option, um, especially in bangers leagues. Like if you if you include hits in your league, the guy has some value for sure. I got to wait till we get down to the goalies to fill out my list because I think half my goalies are injured. 
Uh, let's see. Next one on the list is Oliver Bjorkstrand, right wing for the Seattle Kraken. He's ro currently rostered 30% in Yahoo, 50% in 52%, sorry, in Fantrax. Got three games coming up this week as well. He is currently playing on line three with uh, Eli Tolovan and Brandon Tanev and gets a little bit of time on power play too. Uh, very quietly, Mr. Bjorks Bjorkstrand has got 15 points, six goals in 19 games. Uh, his 82 point pace is 65 points and 26 goals. At uh, 2.1 shots on goal per game or 7.6 goal shots on goal per 60, sorry. Shot rate, shot rate leaves a little bit to be desired. And his nearest career best, 15%-ish, which is certain to regress. I don't mind 15%. I like 15%. Well, it's, it's not terrible, but when your your career average is you know significantly lower, that's a bit of a cause for concern, I would say. Well, it's a bit of a concern, yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, the underlying numbers, which suggest Bjorkstrand's production is sustainable, and Bjorkstrand may be a viable season-long option. He's one of those guys, too, or kind of like Tyler. You got him in the ad. It's like, I want to add him, but he just... Not really sure who you should if is. Yeah, just not sure if you should do it or not. But uh, it, it, well, in deeper formats, for sure, it makes some more sense. It's just in those leagues, like in our ESPN league, where you have ten teams, Bjorkstrand's a bit of a tough ad because you don't, unless you have a bunch of injuries, you're not dropping someone for him, right? So it just right. depends on what kind of league setup you have. But yeah, Devin likes the next guy, so we'll let Devin talk about the next one. Yeah, I mean, a bit of a disappointing start to the season, but Dawson Mercer was really good last year. Center right wing, um, eligible for the New Jersey Devils, 25% rostered in Yahoo, 62% in Fantrax. Three games on the schedule this week. He's currently playing on line three with Andre Platt and Alexander Holtz and on power play two. Uh, but for him, the the absence of both Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer was a real benefit, and he, over the last two weeks, has posted four points and three goals in six games, uh, accounting for basically all of his offense this season. Uh, like I said, really slow start for him, but he's looking better. In those two weeks, he played over 19 minutes a game, averaged three shots on goal per game. Um, definitely looking to be trending in the right direction. The Devils do have a favorable schedule in week seven, so they got, they've got Detroit, Columbus, and Buffalo. Two of those games are at home. Um, so I think even just playing against some easier competition on the third line, some better matchups, see what he can do there. And then just a friendly reminder, this is a player that posted 27 goals and 56 points as a sophomore last season. So he is approaching that 200-game breakout threshold. If there's any value in that or if you believe in that, um, he's right around that 200-game mark, and he seems to be warming up at the right time. So maybe more of a deep league ad or just maybe a keeper format or something like that, but I still like Dawson Mercer um, moving forward. Very, very nice. Tyler, did you want to try the next one? Uh, Cole Perfetti, 27% Yahoo, 65 in Fantrax. Three games this week, playing on line two with Ehlers and Nemistikov. Uh, first power play. He's got five goals in his last six games. Uh, the time on ice is horrendous. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> averaging uh, just under 14 minutes, which is kind of surprising given the fact that he's scoring in all of his games. Um, yeah. and playing on the power play, the underlying numbers are a little bit propped up, which means that he's probably going to cool down here, but I don't know if we're a little bit late on him on adding him, um, with five goals in the last six games, but, uh, we, we talked about him. Could be a good week. We talked about him last week too. I think we had him in here just more as a reminder because he's continued to yeah. produce. Right. So it was like, Hey, we talked about him last week. Let's talk about him again this week. Um, but you're right, Tyler, all those underlying numbers are. The, the issue is iffy 
the Tevish is iffy. <laughs> all, all the things are iffy. So, yeah, just enjoy that production while it lasts. Most definitely. Uh, next guy on the list here is JT Comfer from the Detroit Red Wings. He is 21% rostered in Yahoo, 29% in Fantrax. He also has three games this week. He is playing on line number two with Andrew Kopp and David Perrone. Uh, this is definitely one of the more uh, deep league streaming options, but uh, hear us out on this one. The former Av is off to his best offensive start in his eight-year NHL career, posting 13 points, three goals, and 17 games. That's an 82-game pace of 63 points. Nine of those have come just in the last eight games. Uh, definitely some red flags when reviewing the underlying numbers, as there probably is with most of the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing a short-term option to fill a hole in your roster, you could do could do worse. Yeah, you could. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't. Uh, Comfort wasn't on my radar at all. But. Well, shout out to Shandell, who we uh, playing with in the one league, the FHHL league. Yes. And she was looking at a couple of players. Comfort was one. Uh, David Prawn, Jeff Petrie. She had a few options there. And, so in answering her question the other day, I kind of went through and looked and went, oh, yeah, well, Comfort's not somebody that's usually on my radar, but, I mean, he is left-wing, right-wing eligible, and he is producing right now, so. Thank you, Shandell, for the waiver we're at. Yep. All right, we will move on now to defenseman. Oh, Tyler, you'll like this guy. You want to talk about him? I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> Radko Gudis, uh, roster 49%, Yahoo 47% in fan tracks. Three games this week, one against Edmonton. So, uh, playing on the third pairing. Um, surprisingly, he's been chipping in offensively. I think a lot of the Ducks kind of have. Um, they've been playing a lot better than I think a lot of people thought they would. It's still mm-hmm. early, so I'm sure that'll end up just how it's supposed to be. Sure. Probably by Christmas time, but <laughs> probably that's uh, when they petered out last year. Yeah, now's a good time to maybe grab them. Um, almost three hits per game, two and a half blocks per game, and two penalty minutes per game is pretty good. good Sounds coverage. like my beer league stats. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see the replay of his one goal? So he takes the shot. Yeah. The defenseman blocks it. It goes up in the air. It bounces off the goal, the back of the goaltender's helmet and then into the net. It was a great shot. It was a, it was just hilarious to watch. It was like it up, but they're looking for it. They're tracking it. Off the back of the goalie and into the net. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> Did you guys see that goal that got disallowed? Like, was that in or not? What do you think? I didn't. You didn't see it? No. Yeah. Oh, the Ducks were whining about it for three oh, hours. Against Florida? Yeah, I think so. Right? That was in. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it, in. They had every right to complain. But I, I wanted to chime in and like show the Cam Talbot play from like Corey Perry holding his pad. Yeah. 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 But no, I didn't. We're never going <laughs> to let that go. Never, ever, but, but I, puck, I thought about it. The puck was on its side, so there's no way that that wasn't in. Yeah. And you could see it behind the post against the pad. So Yeah. I don't know what the is, NHL was doing with that one. Did you see the one last night? Um, Was it Seattle? Seattle and Vancouver? Yeah, Seattle and Vancouver. That one I did not know. No, I didn't see it either. Yeah, JT Miller mm-hmm. kind of backhanded it in, and Seattle defenseman pulled it out, but... It's it's weird because if it depends on the angle. If you're looking at the net, you could see white. If you looked above, it was like right, right. on the red line. Yeah, I'm not sure why they don't make a more defined red yeah. line. Like 
very, very sharp, like put tape on it or something underneath yep. the ice to get it super sharp. But I think they counted it, but it, uh, to me, that one didn't look in. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let's see here. Our next defenseman on the list is Travis Sanheim. He's uh, rostered 61% in Yahoo, 75% in Fantrax. Philly's got three games coming up here in the week. He is currently on the first pairing with Cam York. Uh, with 14 points in 16 games, Travis Sanheim is on, shockingly on pace for 72 points. Uh, career highs in time on ice. Dear God, he's playing half a game. Yeah, uh, He's getting great power play share at uh, 51.3% or averaging just over three minutes a game. Uh, two shots on goal per game, which isn't bad for him. Only red flag we see at the moment is IPP is a little high. It's at 70%. So if he's available in your leagues, go get him. Because, yeah, he's basically playing half a game. Holy crap. Big minutes, big points. Yeah, and he's putting up points too. So he's going to hold on to his power play spots. And well, he's playing every. He's playing in all. He's playing all scenarios: power play, penalty kill. He's playing everywhere. And and Philly's been surprisingly good this year. Like yes. definitely exceeding expectations. Oh, I think we mentioned before having Couturier and Atkinson back helped them out an awful lot. Yeah. Uh, let's let's move on to goaltenders. Uh, Devin, you want to talk about our first, uh, first pick here for the tenders? Yeah, sure. I mean, he's not going to see a ton of starts Casey to Smith for the Vancouver Canucks, but he's rostered in 27% of Yahoo leagues, 29% in fan tracks. They've got four games on the schedule this week, San Jose, Colorado, um, Seattle and San Jose again. Um, he's got 41% net share. We all know Thatcher Demko is a workhorse netminder in Vancouver, and that's not going to change barring any significant injury. Uh, but the former Penguin has been respectable, posting a 4-1-1 record and a 9-17 save percentage uh, behind what has been one of the best teams in the NHL this year. So when he starts, more often than not, it's probably a good idea to, to get him in your roster if you can. Uh, with the four-game schedule, he likely gets two starts this week. So probably someone, if you're looking for some help in net, that's a guy I'm looking at. Most definitely. He's done really well in a, just coming in for a spot start here and there. Yeah. Uh, next guy on the list here, which is a guy I should have rostered this week and didn't, Charlie Lindgren for the Washington Capitals. He's rostered 14% in Yahoo, 20% in Fantrax. See, Capitals have, what, two games this week against Buffalo and Edmonton. Uh, Lindgren has been brilliant when called upon for the Capitals, posting a 3-1 record with a 1.76 goals against and a 9.47 save percentage. And he also has 8.7 goals uh, saved above expected, which is fourth in the NHL. Uh, injuries and instant inconsistent play with my uh, rostered goalkeeper, Darcy Kemper, uh, has provided Lindgren with an opportunity here. To, uh, given his level of play, is definitely worthy of a spot start. Or if you played last week, every start last week, because <laughs> Kemper was not playing. So yep. there you go. Tyler, you really want to talk about this next guy. I know you do. Man, I love John Gibson. <laughs> uh 61% Yahoo, 64% fan tracks, three games this week. One against Edmonton. Uh 63% net share. Uh John Gibson and the Anamai Ducks have been a pleasant surprise this season, sitting fourth in the Pacific, which isn't saying much because the Pacific hasn't been <laughs> very good at all. Uh, he's definitely benefited from the team's improved play posting a 4-4 four and four record with a 224 goals against and a 928 save percentage. At 6.2 goals saved above expected, the 30-year-old sits 8th 
league-wide and goals saved above above expected. I also don't think that that's going to last very long, but take it while you can. Yeah. Yeah, the Ducks the past few years of it, they've been good till December, and then usually right after Christmas, they just drop off a cliff. I think it might last just a little bit longer than that because some of these players that they have now are actually pushing, but I I really don't think it's going to be too much longer. And if any of these other teams in the Pacific actually decide to start playing, um, they might have a little bit of trouble. trouble. Yeah. Uh, as an honorable mention, we have in the list here is also Connor Ingram from the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, he's rostered 22%. His last five starts, he is 5-0-0 with a 2.56 goals against average and a 928 save percentage. Arizona is doing the, they are doing literally the 50-50 split. They are platooning Ingram and Vermelka pretty much. It's basically 50% when you look at the schedule and you look at their the way they've played. It's You can pretty much set your clock by it. So no one, no one's taken the net there. They're running with both of them. And so far, Ingram has definitely been the better of the two. Surprisingly so, right? I mean, that wasn't the expectation coming into this season was that Ingram was no. going to be stealing starts from Famelka, but. We were all a little surprised when Nashville put him on waivers two years ago. Yep. Like they kept Lincoln over Ingram and it's like, holy crap, right? Because Ingram played, was, was the starting goalie when Saros was in the, Injured yep. during the playoffs, they had Ingram in there. So it was very surprising to see that. So it took him a kind of a year to get himself together, and he's doing well this year. So yeah. That is really good. Unless anyone else anyone has anything else to add. That looks like that is it for this evening. It's a quick one, Bruce. Anything? Very. Might, might be the I first time any... ever we got under 30 minutes. Unless Tyler wants to say something. No, nah, I, I, I got nothing good? for you guys. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. You can find us on Twitter or X at FHH Hacks and on Instagram at Fantasy Hockey Hacks. Also, don't forget to check out our live show, The Hacks Hangout, every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Mountain Time on EdmontonSportsTalk.com. That's not when we're being preempted by Edmonton Oilers coverage. Uh, we are also on YouTube.com slash, slash sorry, Heavy Hockey. That's our show for tonight, folks. Have a good evening. Take care. See you guys.